Save the Semantics, episode 202. It is March 5th, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Uh, it's been... How's long, how long has it been? <laughs> Why don't I ever check first? It's been uh, 10 days. No, I don't know. It's been a couple weeks, I think, since I last recorded. Um, the past week has been rough. It's been a bit no bueno. Um, relatively tumultuous, I gotta say. Uh, but this weekend's been decent. It's been pretty good, actually. It's not, it has, it's been not too bad. Um, and today I'm just trying my best to kind of relax and enjoy and just take things in as best as I can and not not mull over things because I because I find myself when I don't do anything when I just have um when I do have some spare time to myself oftentimes rather than um I don't know rather than just going about and doing like being active in a sense not necessarily being like physically active you know I haven't really although I do want to be more physically active but you know just doing shit other than just kind of sitting by myself in that sense you know what I mean uh I found that to not be the most helpful like I've I think that um I think that when I try to do other things outside of which just kind of just sitting there um i think has been a lot more healthier than doing absolutely nothing in that sense you know what i mean so uh yeah i think having some things to do of course i would like to relax and essentially do nothing on on during these times but i also think that i need something to kind of something to consistently uh stick to being more uh being more like consci- conscientious of just of my activities and shit like that um yeah and, and really just not being super complacent i guess trying new things essentially and i felt like i i was able to kind of do that um this weekend so I'm, I'm happy about that i think breaking things up from the norm is always good well not always good but you know what i mean it, it's good in the context of wanting to do and try new things i guess is sort of um my um is to my benefit um and i think that can be that can be healthy uh to an extent anyways um yeah Despite this past week being kind of rough and uh, just kind of me going through it, uh, we we bounce back, man. We bounce back again. It's just as as time time and time again. It's it just comes. It's just the ebb and flow of of things. Um, so you take it however you can in, in periods of, of of days or weeks or months or whatever. You it's there's gonna be rocky patches for sure. So um, it is what it is. Um, since I last talked, I have gotten back into the NBA. I've gone back into basketball, which has been good. It's been great. Um, 
I talked about how I've sort of fallen out of it. But post All-Star break, I've uh I haven't really I haven't watched full games really, but I've watched the highlights. I've watched and listened to a lot of the commentary regarding like um the games um and sort of the la- the latter part of this season and they've been there's been some good fucking games, man. There's some really great ones. Um the Warriors are currently on well actually they fucking lost. I think they lost today. <laughs> As I'm speaking, I think they just lost to the Lakers. Let me just double check. Um oh shit. Sorry. I just yelled into the fucking microphone. I'm so sorry. I dropped my phone there. Um let me And there's a siren. I'm just trying to chill, man. I'm just trying to look up games. Oh my god, this is a disaster, dude. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Let me see. Warriors, Lakers, they lost. Okay. So up until today, they were on a five-game win streak on their homestand. They just cannot, for, for, the, for, their, for the life of them, they cannot win on the fucking road. And I just, um, I just don't understand. I just don't understand, man. It's just, it's frustrating. It's... It's it's frankly going to bother like they have they have the worst considering their standings right now their seeding they have the worst road record out of any of the teams that are currently in the top 8 of both conferences it's it's pretty bad i you know if we are able to make it into the playoffs if we are able to clinch a seed I just think it's it's not going to be, you know, again, playoffs, regular season, whole different beast. I understand that, but when when you, you got to win sometimes, you know what I mean? You got to win a few times on the road to prove that you can face that kind of adversity, but it's just it, it, they just have not shown that. I like I understand home warriors are incredible one of the best teams in the league but you have to take into account that you need to be able to face your opponents away like you just you just have to be able to uh stand up to that challenge and they just have not proven to be able to do that this season so that's a little frustrating i feel that they can um potentially stem the tide in the future but i i don't know we'll see we will see um but yeah it's it's been really exciting it's there's been some really good games one of the ones that i want to highlight is the sacramento kings and the la la clippers um where they scored the second highest highest um game of all time i think it was what 176 175 crazy shit man there's only it was double overtime, but I think they scored like 140 in regulation, which is fucking wild, dude. That's crazy. They were just they, I I know people were saying like no defense and stuff like that. I don't know other people were saying that there was some defense, but it, it's just I think it's to credit both teams' offenses that they it was just they were just shooting lights out, man. It's crazy. 
but I watched the highlights of that one and that was really exciting. And I caught, I caught like the latter part of like the second overtime. Um, and it seemed like a really fun game. So, um, that's that, uh, again, the, the warrior game, the warriors games that I have sort of had the chance to maybe take a peek of some of some of the highlights have seemed like a lot of fun warriors coming back from um coming back in this third quarter as they do that's just the expectation you just you just third quarter warriors man that's just reliable man you just know what to expect with those guys um but again i I mean they lost today so um i hope hopefully they can keep up some level of um you know some level of consistency going forward and just kind of keep that energy um through the rest of the season because we have like 20 less than 20 or less than 20 games remaining so um i think it's it's important to really be uh really be cognizant about those kinds of things and just uh you know stick it all the way through but the highlights that i've seen so far of a lot of the games have been have been really exciting there's been some really close games all of these games leading up to the playoffs are going to matter especially like in the west where um again i've mentioned this before but the seeding the game breaks in between a lot of the teams from like 5 through 13 are all super close i think um there's just so much volatility right now that I, I you really can't take your foot off the gas really and I'm, I'm speaking from a Warriors fan here I think there's not really um there's not really a chance to really or or a a period of time that they can really relax especially just considering how um I don't want to say like botched because I think they can recover, but it, it, the first half of the season was was a bit of a was a bit of a wash for sure. Um, so I think they have a lot of um, they have time, and they do have a lot of room to recover for sure. But it, it, it's there's not a lot of time remaining, and each again each game matters to um, to secure a playoff spot, playoff positioning, all of that is super important. So, um, each, um, I think that's great. I think having those, like having those, uh, having that pressure, having that, having that much significance to each game lends itself to the teams putting in way more effort. The kind of the, the, you know, near playoff intensity of each game is, is great. So, um, when I do have the chance, I, I, I try to tune into some of it. Um, and if not, I watch the highlights and I, I get kind of the gist of it. Um, and that's been good. It's been, it's fun to, it's been fun to kind of watch over a lot of the highlights of, of these games because they've been, they've been really fun, entertaining so far. Um, I'm excited for the playoffs too, man. I mean, of course I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this last part of the season as well, but I'm excited for, for the play in. I think it's going to be really intense this year. And then the playoffs, which is going to be, it's going to be interesting, man. Um, I think the, yeah, the West is probably the most competitive it's going to be. Um, I know the Nuggets 
are going to be pretty much the clear number one seed. It's just the fact if they're going to be able to prove getting past the second round, really, because they haven't been able to do that. Um, I, th- I, I think with the inclusion of KD with the Suns, a lot of people, including myself, feel that the Suns are going to be much more competitive. They have the potential to go up in the standings, and they can also upset a lot of the higher seeds, I feel like, Um, just because KD plus Booker, um, I guess to an extent, plus Chris Paul, it's it's, it's, it's a dangerous team. Um, So I think... Uh, you cannot, you can't count them out in any, any, any way, shape, or form. I think in the East, it's going to be a little bit more, um, I don't want to say straightforward, but there's more, you, you kind of have a better expectation of what to, what you're going to see with who is going to be at the top of the conference, right? It's going to be Buck Celtics. For sure, I think, or yeah, Bucks Celtics. Um, either way, right? Bucks or Celtics at one or two, um, and then everybody else is gonna sort of follow suit afterwards. Even though the Sixers just did beat the beat the Bucks uh, today, I believe, um, or yesterday, last night. Um, I just think those the the two, Milwaukee and Boston, are pretty solidified up there at the top, so. I could kind of see those either of those two going to the finals and meet those two meeting in the conference finals. So, um, yeah, I uh, I'm trying to think who would be a good matchup or who could potentially be an upset because last year there wasn't really any upsets that I can think of. Well, like the Warriors were the third seed in the Western Conference and they beat Memphis. But, I mean, the expectation was that they were going to beat them anyway just because of experience and everything like that. So, you know, I wouldn't necessarily call it too much of an upset. Technically, it was, right? Three beating two. But in regards to, you know, contextualizing it, not too not too much of an upset. Um, in the East, yeah, no, one, number one Boston Celtics made it through, right? So that's not really too much of a... Yeah, not too much of a surprise in that regard. I think it would be exciting. Of course, as as a Warriors fan, it would be <laughs> uh, it would be good to see the Warriors advance again, once again. Um, but I mean, considering the parity of the league and how balanced things are, you could potentially see some upsets in in a way. I think the Western Conference there's more likely to be. Um, lower seeded teams beating out the higher seeded teams um but i just i don't know i i i'm not sure i think it would be exciting because it's been i feel like it's been a while since i i've really seen like an eighth seed beat a beat a beat a one seed that hasn't happened um too recently that that i can really think of um so that would be fun, man. If if listen, if I don't know who's who's eighth seed in the Eastern Conference, Atlanta Hawks. Listen, if the Hawks beat the Bucks or the Celtics, that'd be good, some good shit, man. That's not gonna happen, <laughs> but it would be fun if it does happen.
Um, or, uh, I don't know, the Timberwolves beating the Nuggets. That could be something, right? I mean, that would be more, that would be more disappointing. I think there would be more emphasis of it being more disappointing for the Nuggets than it being an, uh, uh, a crazy upset for the, um, the Timberwolves or whoever is like in the eighth seed, right? Um, just because there's a lot of expectation with Jokic performing, um, and it seems like he's going to get his third MVP, which is crazy. Uh, but just, uh, I mean, just looking at his numbers and the team and everything like that, the success of the team, it's hard, excuse me, it's hard not to see him getting it. I mean, who else? Giannis? That's probably it, right? Giannis and Jokic. So, um, I think there, there's going to be some higher expectation of sorts being put on Jokic and the Nuggets just because, you know, they've, they've somewhat underperformed um, in the past couple of years, couple of seasons. So, I don't know. I don't know. I think they'll be, I don't know, even if they don't make it to the finals, I guess, I, I feel like they'll be all right going forward even next season or the next few seasons as long as Jokic is there and performing at his at the level of um at the level he is I mean I was I actually was just thinking about it there was an upset it was the the Dallas Mavericks being the Suns last year so I'm 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 incorrect on that part that was a pretty big upset huge disappointment for the Suns right so because I mean they were the best team in the league last year best record in the league at least um and then they just uh, they just completely shit the bed seven game series game seven right everyone knows what happened so um i take it back about about there being an upset but fuck it more upsets man let's let's make it happen it's always good to see an underdog uh beat the beat the uh the big boys so um yeah a lot of exciting stuff happening in the nba right now and uh, I've been I've been enjoying my time watching um, what there is available and what I have um, in my time available. Um, among other things, I know last time I mentioned RRR, and I did end up watching it um, last weekend. I think I think it was last week, and I watched it. Um, it was kind of what I expected. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, it, it it had been a long time since I've really watched any Indian films. I also wanted to correct my uh, my description. It's it's actually a Tollywood film, not Bollywood. Um, the the movie is based in like one of the southern Indian states. I'm I'm actually gonna confirm it right now so I don't get this incorrect so there's a bit of a difference so telugu cinema some sort of um movies based out of south india basically there's a specific uh distinction in the language um it's not uh it's different from bollywood because bollywood they speak um Bollywood, they speak Hindi, and or Hindu. Excuse me, is it Hindu or Hindi? God, I'm fucking stupid. I'm so stupid. 
Um, <laughs> and then in Tollywood films, they speak Telugu. Uh, let me confirm this. Hindi. Is it Hindi or Hindu language? I feel like I should know this, man. Come on, bro. What you doing? Yeah, it's Hindi. Uh, so it, it's funny. When I was watching the movie, I noticed some instances where, like, the lip sync... It didn't sync up properly. Uh, I, I, it was it was a bit off putting. Some of, some of it, I, I was thinking, oh, maybe this is just bad ADR, but and maybe it maybe you could argue that it it is to, to some extent. But I think it's much more of the, it's it's. I watched RRR in Hindi, which is not the original language of the movie. The original language of the movie is Telugu. Uh, which again is based from southern India, so I was like, "Oh, that's why there's a bit of like a um, there's a bit of a like a I guess a disconnect between what is spoken and what is you know what they're saying verbally in within the movie, and then also like the ADR. So there's there, there's a bit of a, I guess discrepancy there, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's that's why that's why I noticed it more." But anyways, um really fun movie really over the top um but i had a lot of fun with just the spectacle of everything the the scale of things like some of the some of the um some of the set pieces were were really crazy and and really cool to look at uh and i just had a really fun time with it uh i i didn't realize how much traction like i did mention last time that it did get some notoriety here i guess in the states and and within western audiences but i didn't realize how much notoriety or how much um how much exposure it had actually gotten like people were talking about it it gotten like awards uh for like uh or it got an award for one of the dance sequences in in the film which is which is awesome <laughs> it was such a great um it was such a great like dance sequence. Like I'm not really a huge fan of I guess Bollywood music in that sense, but I felt that was it was just fun. It was just a lot of fun to to witness that. Um so I understand. I think it's well deserving of of its of any of, of that award, I guess you could say. Um I think that <laughs> there was um some of the, I I think when you're going into this film, some of you 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 do have to suspend your dis like you know suspend your disbelief a little bit just because uh, a lot of it is very cartoony and very over the top, which is great. I love it. It's like an anime, and you know you could argue it's um, a combination of that and you know, you know Hong Kong martial arts movies, um, you know. House of Flying Daggers, shit like that. Um, but I feel that despite all those things, I felt that the writing was actually pretty. F- it was very interesting. I, I liked the allegory that it was using of the the two gods, right? Um, I forgot the names of them, but these kind of like mythical figures and how the two characters that you're following are kind of they kind of embody them i mean they fully just went right into it especially at the end there which is great but i think you could argue that it 
alluded to it earlier on. Um, and maybe if, if, if I was familiar with the folklore, with the mythology, um, I'm sure I would have like picked up on it. And I'm sure like people that are, that are familiar with it are like, we're easily like, Oh, okay. This is what this story kind of represents. Um, but it was very epic. It was very, it was very, um, uh, how do I even put it? It was like combination of like kind of a, uh, a theatric performance and then also um kind of like a superhero movie sort of thing you know what i mean like i could see this movie being shown on a stage as a play i think that it kind of got that sort of sense right um because you have just these crazy sequences you have kind of tongue-in-cheek dialogue and and humor uh there's a whole (laughs) dude i was enjoying um this is earlier on in the like it was like at the 20 minute mark or something where the two characters finally meet the two main characters finally meet and then they have this whole um this whole like sequence of them bonding together and i thought that was so like it was so good it was so it's it's very it's very you know cheesy but this montage of them just like fucking around and being best friends it was incredible it was so good like it was just it's 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 super cheesy i was just laughing the whole time like this is so um it's 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 again it's incredibly just over the top like they were just doing crazy shit together. They were like working out together. They were just like running around. Like <laughs> one guy is riding a motorcycle and the other guy's riding a horse alongside him. It's just so good. Um, it's very um it's very silly at times. And I think they leaned pretty heavily into it, especially towards the end of the movie, where they had these crazy ass action sequences where I was, I was just like, I don't I don't even I'm just curious how they uh how they executed this, you know what I mean? And I feel that way a lot about action sequences in general for, um, I don't know, the raid especially. I, I'm just like, I don't, I still don't know how the fuck y'all did this, you know? Um, I think this one is, is you know, there's much more of a, uh, much more of a reliance on CG and, and that sort of thing, but still, there's some really great sequences, some, there's some really cool um action set pieces that i that i thought were really fun and really um enjoyable to to watch so that is that that are some of my thoughts on rrr i'm glad that i took the time to watch it it's it's really long this that's that's like the one that's one of the main criticisms that i have is that it might be a bit long i think some sequences could have been cut down a bit shorter but i also think that each that the scenes that are shown in the movie lend itself leading to the uh the climax and i think uh it makes sense it it makes sense as as uh as a product of all of its pieces you know what i mean um so uh but yeah it's still a little too long i guess in my in my opinion but really fun movie really fun just so much it's just it, it's it was a joy um and 
if there are other movies that are similar to this one um i would be i'd be happy to check those out i know there was one like a little while back that kind of had like a similar i think it was much it had a budget that was much much bigger but um i think the scale of it um seemed really really fascinating and really just sort of awe-inspiring i guess so i'll be uh maybe i'll check out that one i think that one might be on netflix as well so uh maybe i will take a look other than that just um you know getting by getting through it day by day week by week it is what it is you know um not much else to really add to that one for today um yeah that's gonna do it for today um thanks for listening this has been save the semantics signing off